Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. I don't know what we're yelling about. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, April 21, 2022. And this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Day 458 of the Biden-Harris administration, 198 days until the 22 midterms. I'm on Instagram, the Bob Seska, Twitter, Bob Seska underscore go. And let's bring in the goth ninja. It is uh, Spicy Jody Hamilton from the... Uh, mm, delicious. <laughs> from the From the Bunker podcast, patreon.com slash from the bunker. Also on the Stephanie Miller show. StephanieMiller.com. Also, you can watch live at uh, Free Speech TV. And David Ferguson, we call him T Rex. He's from Astral Sup, Summer. That's his bitches. music project. Yeah. What's that? Sup? What's up, bitches? Hi. Yeah, AstralSummer.Bandcamp.com. All right, Goth Ninjas. Let's get ready. Spicy Jody, you ready? I'm fucking ready. <laughs> All right, perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to hear right out of the shoot. Perfect, 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 perfect. I am uh, fired up today, and I'll tell you exactly why I'm fired up, because the TV people keep screwing America. Uh, this goes back to Sean Spicer on Dancing with the Stars. They've been trying to normalize Kellyanne Conway. And now the latest thing is Rudy Giuliani on whatever this is, Masked Singer, which I've never actually watched an episode, though I have seen this clip. And I think we talked about this. Didn't we talk about this? It was in February. Yeah. They taped the show in February. I thought he was the first person to leave, but according to Variety, which I just turned on, (laughs) um, uh, the show premiered on March 9th. So I guess he made it several weeks in. Yeah. I'm not sure how the show works or why this happened last night, but apparently uh, on The Masked Singer, at the very end of the episode, they did this contest thing well, where there's... Well, no, they do a reveal. Okay. And, and so, I mean, unless they didn't reveal him... Because basically how this stupid show works is yeah. you have celebrities, okay. most of which aren't... Not most, but several of which aren't actual singers. Mm-hmm. I and see. so they wear these dumb outfits and they disguise their speaking voices. So when they talk to the judges, you don't know who it is by their right. speaking voice. And so then they perform a song, like when Sarah Palin did Baby Got Back. 
And um, fuck that one too. That's that was, not much. Yeah, that's I not mean, much. But yeah, and fuck her too. So galloping anyway. chlamydia is better than Rudy. Very true. <laughs> so what they do is they do this thing, and then I think it, it's either the next week or I'm not sure exactly when the reveal happens. It might be at the end of that show. But mm-hmm. the judges judge on on who's shitty, and they try to figure <laughs> out who it is yeah. as well. And then if you if you get booted off the island. They take off the mask and reveal who you've gotten rid of. And um, I mean that Tori Spelling was a guest on it at one point. She made it pretty far. Gladys Knight won several years ago because Gladys Knight. Yeah. Um, okay, that's when I, st- I I watched like her performance mm-hmm. from last season, like in clip form, and then I watched the judges go, um, Patty LaBelle. <laughs> I, and I'm like, dude, that is Gladys fucking. Night. Well, that's kind of what happened last night with Rudy Giuliani. They all guess who these characters right. might be. It was, I think, right. categorized in good, bad, and ugly. Right. And they were thinking, and then and Rudy wasn't ugly. Well, th- no, it was bad. He was bad. He he was dressed <laughs> up like a Jack in the Box. Right. It was a fucking and, twofer. It was bad and ugly. As yeah. So somehow shit, they whittled it know? down to the bad character, and then the good and the ugly character, I guess, left the stage. And then they do this big dramatic unveiling. But first, first they all have to guess who it might be. And there were guesses like, is it Robert Duvall? Like, why is Robert Duvall bad? He's just an actor, for God's sake. He plays some bad characters, but he himself is bad. I didn't know he was sick. (laughs) No, it's the good, the bad, and the cuddly. Oh, okay. I guess that was it. I guess saying someone's ugly is probably <laughs> not a great way to get another celebrity guest in that costume. Mm. So we're going to call you ugly, whoever guest you might be. But the, suffice to say, it was Rudy Giuliani underneath. And even still, as he was being unmasked and revealing his face, Jenny McCarthy was still like, oh, my God, is that Robert Duvall? Like, no, you fucking idiot. Robin Thicke and Jenny McCarthy were just a couple of fucking idiots. But the biggest group of idiots... Happened to be everyone who was applauding the fact that it was Rudy Giuliani, who was a participant in one of the architects of this insurrection, this effort to overthrow democracy and disrupt the peaceful transfer of power. That is what this guy has done. He is a Batman villain. And... He doesn't need to be on these shows. The TV people have got to stop normalizing these villains. And the reason that they go on these shows, the reason why Kellyanne Conway is on some of these shows and Sean Spicer and now Rudy and Sarah Palin is to say, oh, look how buffoonish they are. They can't possibly be villains. They can't possibly be dastardly enough to try to overthrow American democracy. But that's what they're doing. And then by putting them on these shows, that humanizes them. And so rank and file people who don't follow politics 24-7 like the rest of us do, with our faces pressed up against our phones and our computer screens, those people, the folks, are like, how bad could he be? It's Rudy Giuliani. I mean, he's harmless. He's a harmless old man. America's mayor. Yeah, he's He's America's mayor, and now he's on the fucking masked singer. Stop doing this. This is why we can't have nice things in this country. This is why democracy is under threat. You can't just be Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani and all the usual suspects in absence of any support. 
they're getting all of this support from not just cable news, not just Fox News Channel and the Red Hat Entertainment Complex. They're getting it from primetime television. This is in every single way wrong and destructive. Yes, it's just it's the mass singer and it's a stupid, silly show that people watch for some reason. People watch for some reason, including probably people who listen to this show, too. I mean, I don't I mean, mean to put you down could your could look taste, at it yeah. from the other way around and be like, this is how far Rudy Giuliani has fallen. Mm-hmm. From a one-time beloved, like, 9-11 hero to a pathetic, flabby yeah. shill on the masked fucking singer. <laughs> well, you want to hear how My question, is? though, is like, what's next? Is it, like, going to be, like, Mark Meadows on Real Housewives of QAnon? Oh, I'm sure. I'm or sure. like, They're Lauren all Bobert yeah. on, like, 90 Day Sexual Predator Fiance? <laughs> or- well, here, here's how bad it was. This is Rudy Giuliani last night performing. Are you going to make me hear it? Yeah, I'm going to make you hear it. I'm going to make you listen to this. Oh. Yeah, yeah. In case uh, anyone hasn't heard it yet, uh, this is Rudy Giuliani performing Let one of those. stick on a drama meme <laughs> patch here behind my ear. One of the worst songs ever recorded, by the way. Sorry if you're a Patreon subscriber, George Thorogood. I apologize, but this is a, I, I hate this song. But this is Rudy Giuliani performing yeah, a, a song that I, song. I, I totally hate. And right now, here to perform Unmasked. Oh, my goodness. Once and for all, the artist formerly known as the Jack in the Box. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Rudy Giuliani! Okay, first of all, everyone going woo and cheering for this, fuck you. Fuck you! Yeah. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. I broke a thousand hearts before I met you. And I'm done. I break a thousand more babies before I am through. Yeah, I've done too. I want to Baby, yours and yours alone. I'm here to tell you, honey, that I'm bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. Bad. Real bad. Very bad. He's just talking. Yeah, he's just, he's talking. Barely. And, and, and uh, Jenny McCarthy, and because Thick and Zhang left. They both mm-hmm. came back, which is unfortunate. Um, yeah. But McCarthy and the other judge were dancing and having a great time, so fuck both of them. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Nicole um, fucking Scherzinger, who like was the lead singer of the Pussycat Girls, which was basically a bunch of lingerie models that lip synced. Right. You know, and <laughs> she's the person who we have as a judge on a. I, and I met Jenny McCarthy so years ago, and she was very sweet. Um, but yeah, she seems she, like a she, nice person. So yeah, are Collies. You yeah, know? no, <laughs> she's 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 a fucking idiot, and she's she's very nice to me. She was very mm-hmm. very sweet. Um, and her son liked me, so she was very nice. She was like, "Wow, he doesn't like anybody." I'm like, eh, "I'm a nice person." Um, <laughs> but uh, no, she should have fucking walked off. Everybody should have fucking walked off, and then not come back. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's all well and good to walk off the show, and we congratulate Ken Jong for taking that step. But he came back. But he, but he came, yeah, came back. And I feel like this is deja vu. I feel like we've talked about this before. Haven't yeah. we, that Ken Jong yeah. walked off the In show? February 20, it, they taped it on February 22nd, or at least we found out about it that day. Okay. And so it just got aired. Uh, I'm pretty sure that we had the discussion about Ken Jong oh, yeah. yeah. walking off we the did. show. 
All right, so I'm looking back through the it's archives. It's like drug-resistant gonorrhea, though. It just keeps coming back. <laughs> Ew, David. I swear to God we talked about it. doesn't matter. Just take my we word. Did. No, no, we, we did. We definitely did. It was during did. the taping. Okay. When they taped it, word went out, and then right. they were like, they teased it out till mid-season, I guess, to get as many eyeballs as possible. Yeah, February 3rd, Rudy Giuliani normalized on The Masked Singer. There you go. <laughs> so based on that description, I'm pretty sure everything I've just said for the last 10 minutes, uh, I've already said on the show. So you'll have to forgive me, but this is the case. This is the thing that everyone's talking about today, Rudy Giuliani being normalized on The Masked Singer. And along those lines... Uh, Piers Morgan staged this shovel fight theater with Donald Trump. That's what I'm considering this to be. I don't believe this is a genuine on-the-level interview between Piers Morgan and Donald Trump. I think they established this as some sort of thing. So Piers Morgan gets the ratings, ratings. And, and Donald Trump gets the cred of storming off a you know MSM, a mainstream media a television program. And so it's a win-win for each of them. So what happened was, and there's this promo going around uh, social media right now of Donald Trump being interviewed by Piers Morgan, and then Donald Trump gets up and storms off, says Piers Morgan is fake news or whatever. Piers Morgan pressing Trump on Very the- dishonest. <laughs> yeah, very, exactly. Just very dishonest. You're a fool. Yeah. I watched the clip. I confess. Well- I just, I want then, them both they- to choke to death on a piece of concrete and literally go to hell. <laughs> well, you saw how sweaty and damp Donald Trump looks. He looks like a glazed donut yeah. in this video. That was one of the things that struck me. It's like, why is he all sweaty? What, what is possibly causing him to sweat so much? What is he concerned about? What is going on it's with him? It's a side effect of, of Adderall. Uh, or either that or just walking across the room to sit down with Pierce Morgan made yeah. him made him sweat he, profusely. He doesn't have any gay makeup friends. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. He would look a Never lot has. better if, yeah, exactly. He, but he looked a lot better in the White House than he does now. Because he's doing his own hair and makeup. You know why? Because he's a manly alpha. He's a manly masculine man who has... Who spends an hour and a half on his hair. And makeup. Have you seen the pictures lately from Mar-a-Lago, the big old guts back? They stopped putting him in the Spanx. I think they stopped putting him in the sports bras is what I think. (laughs) Because Mm. he's letting it all hang out. those are his breasts? Yeah, he's like... Poking out over his belt? Yeah, he's sweaty because he was feeling himself up. It's just a chewed up old wad of gum. <laughs> his whole body or his boobs? Everything. Okay. He's just, you know, <laughs> just an indeterminate blob of gross yeah. pink. So and, uh, suffice to say, if you see this promo for this Piers Morgan thing come down and it's Donald Trump uh, uh, getting pissy and, and storming off, it's probably staged. It's not passing the sniff test for me. It just seems hinky, even though it is fun to see Donald Trump get all cowardly and run away from tough questions. Sir Donald ran away. There he goes. Clippity cloppity. Ran away, away he did. Brave, brave Sir Donald. Sweating. When reporters asked about what he said, he bravely turned his tail and fled, and he hid right there behind his desk. And, and he, he chickened, chickened out. out. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you guys haven't heard the sound. I got the exclusive sound of that guy uh, uh, microwaving his testicles from the 
Tucker Carlson special. Oh, indeed. Yeah, have you heard the sound of the test? I mean, there's no, no sound in the Tucker Carlson special, but I got the exclusive sound. Here's the sound of that guy uh, tanning his testicles from Tucker Carlson. Yeah, there it goes. <laughs> and then Tucker thinks it's hysterical. <laughs> You're not supposed to actually dip them in hot oil again. Um. <laughs> no, it does sound like they're boiling, doesn't it? Um, all right, up next here. Let's get let's get serious here for a second. It's good, but it's not a jetpack's made of beef. No, no. no. There, there are very few of those, but we can check in on the jetpack's made of beef if you'd like. I've got it. Here. Can we? I've got, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. It's been a minute. Whoops. Whoops. Nope, that was that's, the wrong that's button. Jody's law and order degree. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yeah. There we go. All right. Thank you, David. Uh, so uh, let's get to serious. I feel better. Do you guys feel better now? I do. I do. It's cathartic. Let's get serious here and talk about how the Republicans are going to try to overthrow the next election uh, in the same way they did with 2020. According to New York Times, in state houses and courtrooms across the country, as well as on right-wing news outlets, allies of Donald Trump, including lawyer John Eastman, are pressing for states to pass resolutions rescinding electoral college votes for President Biden and to bring lawsuits that seek to prove baseless claims of large-scale voter fraud. Some of these allies are casting their work as a precursor to reinstating the former president. This is a story from two days ago. I'm reading this again, and I'm I'm hearing myself describe this story, and I'm going, did I miss the date on this? Is this from January of 2021 or December of 2020? What is this? But it's from this month. The efforts have fed a cottage industry of podcasts and television appearances centered around not only false claims of widespread election fraud in 2020, but the notion that the results can still be altered after the fact. And Mr. Trump returned to power, an idea that continues to push privately, as he looks toward a probable re-election in 2024. Uh, quote, at the moment, there is no other way to say it. This is the clearest and most present danger to our democracy, said J. Michael Luddig, a leading conservative lawyer and former appeals court judge for whom Mr. Eastman clerked and whom President George W. Bush considered as a nominee to be the Chief Justice of the United States. And he's like, these guys are trying to overturn democracy here. So to me, that really signifies the salient aspects of, of this emergency. Because if a conservative potential George W. Bush appointee and someone who actually clerked for John Eastman of the famous Eastman memo is saying, oh, my God, emergency, ladies and gentlemen, they're a clear and present danger to our democracy. We should probably take that seriously. He continued on by saying Trump and his supporters in Congress and in the states are preparing now to lay the groundwork to overturn the election in 2024, were Trump or his designee to lose the vote for the presidency. And I want to go back to the designee part here. You know how in the later Woody Allen movies, Woody Allen would get other actors to substitute for the character that he would yeah. have probably played as a younger man? Um, that's what Donald Trump is doing. I think Donald Trump is either going to run himself or he's got his Woody Allen style substitute lined up where it's Ron DeSantis or his stupid idiot son, whoever. But I think the big takeaway here that we all have to bear in mind as we look toward 2022, the midterm on the horizon, is that if things go badly in the midterm election just around the corner, 
guess who's going to be controlling Congress when the next presidential election occurs? It'll be the fucking Republicans. And does anyone trust the current Republican caucus in Congress to actually make the right decisions if the Republicans try to overturn or the whatever the Trump campaign or whoever his substitute designee happens to be tries to overturn the election again? So we got to get motivated here. And I really liked what Rachel Bittacoffer was saying yesterday about sticking it to the Republicans and making this about, you know, really hammering home the fact that the Republicans are anti-democracy. They are unpatriotic. They are supporters of Vladimir Putin. They staged an insurrection and an invasion and an occupation of Congress. And that all sets up the fact that they're going to try to do it all again. They have no regard whatsoever for the functioning of the American Republic. And so instead, what they want to do is undermine all of that while also waving the flag and pretending as though it's all about patriotism. This election coming up isn't just about control of Congress. It's about control of Congress when... The Republicans try to uh, uh, overturn the next presidential election as well. So that's what makes it really doubly important. Yeah. The Democrats need to put that Michigan uh, state senator, uh, Mallory McMorrow, in charge of all of their messages. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But you because, know what? I mean, it's, that it's, was a pure redheaded girl throwdown. I, I so <laughs> like, agree. I've been talking about that speech for the last several days uh, to anyone who would listen because that's exactly what the Democrats need to do. The only note that I have, and this is more along the lines of a nitpick, is that what we need are lots of speeches like that with that level of salience and that level of strength i mean what great writing and what a great delivery of that writing yeah but what we need to do yeah what we need to do though is apply all of those things to the democratic message rather than simply responding to the republican message you know what i mean and uh i think the fact that it just blew the fuck up yeah has hopefully been an eye-opener for democratic strategists because i've heard people like mealy mouthing about how they were going to avoid the whole groomer and predator thing Mm -hmm. and try to focus on kitchen sink issues i'm like fucking democrats you guys have got to go for the fucking jugular yeah yeah because i mean the republicans are handing us this with a giant bow on it they are the pedophiles they are the rapists Mm -hmm. they are the people who want to not give people abortions when they've been raped or by a family member. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just like, we need to just shove this right back at them. Well, Um, again, it's about turning the tennis ball machine against them. You know, it's like seizing control of it, turning it around and firing back with tennis balls. Hopefully something, uh, stronger words in in place of the tennis balls. But suffice to say, I I totally uh, agree with what you're saying, David. This is a, a mandatory thing because the future of democracy depends on it. That's where we Fuck are. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I mean, it's hard, I think, for people who are actual millionaires, like most of our Congress critters, uh, yeah, yeah. to really feel the urgency. It's hard when you're rich, I think, to really understand how keenly we are feeling this at ground level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah. I feel like Mallory McMorrow's speech, I'm going to call her Senator McMorrow from now on. Okay. Um uh, was just like that. Ha- it had that urgency. It yeah, had that yeah. like you know 
knife in the teeth, swinging from the, you know, the mast, you know, rigging, mm-hmm. kind of just like, we have got a fucking fight. Yeah. And it just, because, I mean, but that's, because this is what they're doing. They're dehumanizing us. Mm-hmm. They are telling people that LGBTQ people and liberals are groomers and will hurt your children. Yeah. And Except that for is where people get kooky and primal and weird about their kids. Go the on. number one death of children in the United States is no longer car accidents. It's guns. Oh, so geez. fuck yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them and they're protecting the children bullshit. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. Fortune Magazine has a whole study on on how children now, the number one death, the number one cause of death of children in these United States is now gun violence. And so when any fucking Republican says, yeah. we want to protect the children. And by the way, have you ever noticed that they don't care so much about trans boys going into the boys' restroom? Oh, Yeah. Yeah. It's only trans girls going into the girls' restroom or trans boys uh, uh, in athletics because there are some trans men out there that you don't want to fuck with people. Mm-hmm. Well, in addition to that, the idea is generally like, let's just, it's, it's the same as what we saw last fall with the Virginia gubernatorial race. It was, mm-hmm. let's scare the shit out of parents with school age children. And because it worked so well last fall, Let's just do it again. And what's worse about this is it's being accompanied by all kinds of absolutely horrendous legislation, especially in Florida. And the war on- This goes way back beyond the last election, though. This goes back to, like, Nazi Germany. Oh, of course, of course. But we've most recently- were saying that the Jews are going to take the blood of Christian children and use it, like, to- Yep. Or is that the bones or whatever it was? Like the Jews want to ke- take your children. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, this is how people have demonized other people for millennia. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's also uh, Soviet Russia. I mean, this is uh-huh. torn directly yes. from the Russian playbook. Everything that we're seeing here, and which is why it continues to be baffling to me that the Democrats aren't relentlessly through video after video and speech after speech. Why are the Democrats not hammering the Republicans for being unpatriotic, for being the pro-Putin party? Why is this not happening? And it continues to baffle me. But the good news is that uh, I know Rachel Biddecoffer agrees with me on this front, and she is pushing this on uh, whoever will listen. Uh, Especially now, I think she was just hired by the Arizona Democrats to work on campaigns down there. So we're going to start to see some hard-hitting shit coming out of Arizona. And uh, uh, Senator Kelly is in a tight race. He's one of the toss-up races. And so, unfortunately, he needs all the help he can get. You would think, uh, you know, a national hero, an astronaut, would be just riding high in the polls, especially in a state like uh, Arizona. But no. (laughs) No, because the Republicans have done a fine job in scaring the shit out of families and old people and people who don't really follow the news or who don't understand what's really happening. Well, I mean, uh, you know, there is an argument to be had because we are such popcorn, you know, type viewers. It's like, oh, what's the next thing that's on? What's the next thing that's on? What's the next thing? Right. Yeah. That the closer to the election is when we put our money where our mouths are, per se. Mm -hmm. You hire Rachel Biddecoffer now so that she can write the ads and do the things for you by come August, September and October. Yeah. Because that's when people start paying attention. The primaries are going to be the primaries. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mark Kelly's not being primaried. So I'm not concerned about him not being on the ticket. Yeah. Okay. So let the primary. No, Cinema's not up this year. She's not up this year. So she would be though. Um, 
But I don't think any Democrat is being primaried in any of their districts at mm-hmm. the moment. Um, and the Republicans that are being primaried are being primaried by crazy people. Yeah. So let that just do its thing. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. It's, you're either going to be against a reasonable Republican or against another QAnon crazy person. And if you're against the QAnon, that's when you start. The general election hasn't started yet mm-hmm. for for the for the congressional elections or for the gubernatorial ones across yeah. the country. So I say, save your money, Democrats. Don't waste. I understand the messaging issue. It should get out there, and I get that. But by the same token, since the media doesn't cover it, per Travis Bone trying to find audio of the president touting his ownness and what mm-hmm. he's done for the country because nobody's covering it. Yeah, yeah. And that's not Joe Biden's fault. That's not his fault. He's saying it. Nobody's putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to talk about here in just a few minutes uh, the Florida war on trans people, Ted Cruz getting into the act with his stupid fucking jokes. Who told Ted Cruz? Someone told Ted Cruz at some point that he's funny. And I want to find that person and, and have and a fucking I, execute them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, have a talk. David Louise. <laughs> sure, David. The thing about 2024 and everything beyond the midterms right now, COVID-19 should have taught us to not try to predict anything because we live in an age of multiple black swan events. Yeah, that's true. Like sh- crazy fucking shit keeps happening mm-hmm. that could completely throw everything into a whole different set of questions. I mean, it's like, are we really, really worried about mail-in ballots for 2024 when we could be fighting off genetically engineered smallpox from Russia by then? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just, I mean, I, I just, mean. I'm, I'm seeing what's happening in Ukraine and I feel like that is closer to our daily lives than we have any, than we realize. And incidentally, you know? there's there's something that happened here yesterday that I want to talk about on the shadow docket along the lines of exactly what you're talking about, David. And so it was just, it was a brief emergency that occurred yesterday in the- uh, Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, let's, we're going we're gonna to hold that for the shadow docket, but I we're going to get into it that, then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's exactly along the lines of what David's talking about. It's just, oh, here we go again. What next? It was one of those sorts of things. So, meantime, about 10 years ago, I was buried under a mountain of business debt. You wouldn't believe how much debt I had, and it came right as the Great Recession was happening. I remember waking up in the middle of the night and running the numbers in my head. I couldn't uh, figure out a way to crawl out from under all of this debt, so I ended up taking extreme measures to absolve all of it. But you don't need to do that. All you need to do is go to Lightstream. So did you know that refinancing your credit card balances can lower your interest rate and save you a pile of money and you don't have to be a financial expert in order to do it? Here's how. With Lightstream, you can roll your cards into one low payment at a fixed rate as low as 4.98% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. That's way, way lower than most credit cards and it's lower than the average credit card interest rate of over 19% APR. But if you check your credit card statement, you're paying at least 19%. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000 and there are absolutely no fees. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience and that's precisely what they're going to deliver and just for my listeners apply now get a special interest rate discount to save even more the only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash that's your website address memorize it l-i-g-h-t-s-t-r-e-a-m 
com slash C-E-S-C-A. Link in the description under this episode of bobseska.com. Subject credit approval rates range from 4.98% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50 auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash seska for more information. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Bob Seska. All time favorites all day long. It's like John Bonham's on the roof. Yeah. Yeah, this is the great Les July. And a song called Paging Zoso. I think that's how you pronounce it. Zoso? That's the Led Zeppelin thing, right? Yeah. So I guess this is his tribute to Led Zeppelin. It certainly sounds like Paging, like Jimmy Page. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Bingo. Yeah, one of the greats. We previously heard Les July performing with someone named Carrie Hamilton. Yes. Yeah. One of that, that just amazing tear. It was a song, song that made you cry, David. So. Yeah, I know you guys are never going to let me live that down. Are you? <laughs> it's a feature of the show. What can I say? Uh, yeah, paging Zoso. I got a link in the description under this episode to uh, support Les July. Yeah, uh, got a couple of instrumentals here as we continue our Black Musician Month here in the show throughout the month of April. BobSuska.com slash music to submit your work to the show. Still time. Still time to submit. All right. So Florida is continuing its war on trans people. Some of the most ugly Mm. legislation to be passed in recent memory. This latest one is so fucking horrendous. It's almost indescribably horrendous. The Florida Department of Health just issued guidelines telling doctors to medically detransition all transgender youth and ban them from social transition treatment, including name, pronoun, and clothing changes. No, uh, God damn it. Yeah, this is underway. Here's, there's a memo uh, that was released here. They are really, like, because parents are not going to fucking have this. Yeah. Parents of trans kids are about to punch those people in the face because Mm. those kids' lives are not easy. No, no, it no, no. It is not easy to be a gender non-conforming kid. Ask me how I know. Yeah. Um, mm. And 
I just, those people really need to be like lovingly tapped on the head with a hatchet. Um, I'm just so tired of these cruel ass people that are just like, how can we be even deeper assholes? Mm -hmm. And I mean, if we were saying like, okay, you know, folks, we're going to actually like, you know, we're going to transition your sons to women and force your daughters to transition to men. How would you feel about that? Like they never, ever, ever put the shoe on the other foot. They never ask themselves like, what if this happened to me? What if my, you know, and that's what makes me. Just so fucking insane because it's like think past the fucking end of your nose for once, Republicans. Like they'll ugh. ban wear, they'll ban women wearing pants because they're saying they're going to stop people from dressing a certain way. Now it's of course for the boys not to wear skirts. That's right. But but the same that why wouldn't they then ban girls with short cropped hair and wearing pantaloons? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and by I the keep way, going back to Ben Shapiro touting, he's like, you know, the suicide rate among transgender people is the same as among Jews in Nazi Germany. And I'm like, finish the fucking thought, Ben. Yeah. Who are the Nazis in this allegory? <laughs> like, it's <laughs> right. Thank you. Yeah, and by the way, we don't uh, we don't support tapping anyone on the head with a hatchet. I just want to be make I that do. clear. However, no, I do. <laughs> uh, this is the salient portion of this memo that just went out from the Florida Department of Health. It says here, due to the lack of conclusive evidence and the potential for long-term irreversible effects, the department's guidelines are as follows. Social gender transition should not be a treatment option for children or adolescents. Anyone under 18 should not be prescribed puberty blockers or hormone therapy. Gender reassignment surgery should not be a treatment option for children or adolescents based on the currently available evidence. It's already not. Gender transition surgery, like permanent, it's not even on the table. Yeah, these are invented. Yeah, these are invented issues to scare the shit out of parents. That's why this is happening. This is all part of the large don't say gay crusade that the Republicans are off on. And I do mean crusade in the worst possible way. Says you're based on the... Okay, maybe not a hatchet. What if it was like a sock full of ball bearings? <laughs> I mean, I understand. I mean, I'm right there with you as far as the rage uh, in the cinder face block? of all of this. Yeah. No, Tyron, maybe. A, so- a sock full of cinder blocks, maybe? I don't know. Based sock full on- of cinder blocks? <laughs> I got one right here. Um, based on the currently available evidence, encouraging mastectomy, ovariectomy, uterine extirpation, penile disablement, tracheal None shave. Of this is an option. Prescription of hormones. Yeah. But you I mean, have to be 18. And, and, and the, uh, the, the thing with hormones, taking them the earlier the better, is my grandniece, um, she didn't start transitioning until she was like 26. Yeah. And it's much more difficult the older you are because mm-hmm. you've got these hormones that have been naturally raging in you for years. Yeah. So if you can, if the child wants, is like, hey, you know, I'm a chick or hey, I'm a dude. You should start as young as possible so they don't have to go through puberty because mm-hmm. then it's going right. to be easier for them when they get older to do what they want to do physically should they decide to want to do that. Because a lot of people don't necessarily do surgery. And if you go off surgery. the hormones, yes. will happen. Exactly. You know, it's not permanent. It's just it's not. offsets puberty. Yeah. But like they are oh – God, these people. You're, you're exactly right, David. Did you not... just crack a beer, Bob? No, no. That <laughs> no, was that was me like... and it was a Coke Zero. Thank you. <laughs> I still have one tab um... left. I wish I was cracking a beer because this story, man, these kids are getting bullied and they're committing suicide. And that's just in school from their peers. 
then you add into this whole new dimension. This is once again, I've been covering this for so long since I started blogging way back in Blogosphere 1.0 with Republicans targeting non-combatants in the political who aren't even part of the political debate. You can go back to Glenn Beck's show or Michelle Malkin stalking uh, uh, Graham Frost. Remember the Graham Frost story, David? Yeah. Oh, but they're, yeah, they're countertops. Yeah. So they went and looked in their kitchen window to see what kind of countertops yeah. they had. Yeah, or Jesse Waters stalking high school principals and educators in the parking lot or in their front driveways or whatever. <sighs> this is an ongoing tactic by Republicans to demonize people who don't have media training, who aren't capable of vocally defending defending themselves the way they're attacked by these professional media trained politicians. This is so fucking unfair on every level. The lack of justice here for people who are already oppressed in this country. And now Republicans are building their anti-democratic unpatriotic movement on the backs of the, some of the most oppressed people in this country. Some of the that's highest all suicide do rates. Punch down. Yeah, punch that's, down, ex- that's exactly down. it. Punching down. That's what they're best at. You know why? Because they're too fucking cowardly to punch up. That's the Republican Party. Bunch of cowards. That's Bunch why of- they can't do comedy. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. No, I mean, comedy is all about punching up. Yeah. Like you, uh, to be funny, you attack someone more powerful than you. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's just, it's, you know, and like, it's like I want to, you know, you want to tell Marjorie Sporkfoot when she goes after Jimmy Kimmel. It's like, don't yeah. start a fight with somebody with a writing room, right. clan mom. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, don't start a fight to a guy with a red nose and clown shoes on because it's his <laughs> job, yeah. you know, to to mock the powerful, to, mm-hmm. to you know, to, it's like, please. Yeah. But anyway. You well, meantime, uh, Ted Cruz, and let's be clear about one thing as well before we get into this Ted Cruz thing, actually, is that this Republican crusade against Disney, it's not about attacking Disney. It's once again, this is about the subtext. Make sure we remember the subtext. The subtext is gay people, trans people, LGBTQ, yeah. that's all other. And they're trying to indoctrinate our kids to become one of them. And Disney is supporting it. Disney is a secondary concern in all of this. The overarching umbrella message here is other, different, boo! But listen up. I am as gay as an episode of Bewitched in an <laughs> Easter box. You know, like... I mean, in an Easter bonnet, you know, like, but I grew up with straight parents Mm -hmm. going to school with straight people, watching straight movies and listening to straight songs. And it did not stop me from becoming gay. It's just, it's like, none of this has anything to do with anything about orientation. Mm -hmm. We are just born as we are. Yep. 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 And it's like, and you know... Yeah, and it I makes know. me, you know, it makes me want to turn around and you know, tell these like anti, like these pro-forced birth people, the anti-choicers, that like it's like you know, you understand that like some of these embryos will be trans, yeah, mm-hmm. some of them will be gay and lesbian, mm-hmm. some of them will, you know, and it, but it's they're never going to stop us. I mean, right. queer people are like weeds. We just grow everywhere. We are endemic. You cannot eliminate us. You can try, and horrible things have happened to us in history mm-hmm. that I hope are never repeated, but it really worries me that we're going to start seeing these like QAnon crazies like stalking queer people in their homes and taking pot shots at them. Yeah. And it just like... 
Well, get Straight out. people, I need you to fucking step up. Yeah. When you are out in these uncomfortable conversations, when your crazy uncle starts going on about groomers and predators at, you know, July 4th or whatever this year, you've got to slap that shit down. Mm-hmm. You do not have the option of sitting on the sidelines this, at this time because you could have a trans kid yourself. Yep. You know, or, and you love somebody queer, whether you know mm-hmm. it or not. Yeah. And well, make they sure are to coming for us. Break out the old no hate placards that were used years ago because they're going after Obergfell next. That's where this is all leading. This is leading to uh, re banning. Same-sex marriage. That's the. I think that's one of the end games. Good luck with that. It's, yeah, you know, yeah. You, we don't take freedoms away in this country. We grant liberties and they stand. Yeah, I know. I know. And you know they're trying to roll this thing back. When I mean, it doesn't roll back. Genies don't go back in bottles. Yeah. Right. Well, Ted Cruz did the man on dog metaphor in the form of a oh, joke. Okay, Ted Cruz needs to stop fucking trying to be funny. It's fucking awful. And the shitty thing about Ted Cruz is no one has ever told him he's funny. Yeah. And he just... <laughs> That's you probably know, true. Yeah. I mean, he's like literally, you know, there are stories from him in college and his fucking ascot and smoking jacket trying to impress the ladies in the oh, dorm. God. You know, and everyone was just like, what is your fucking problem, you yeah. creep? I mean, if John Boehner... John Boehner said this. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. If John yeah. Boehner is saying that... <laughs> That says a lot. Here's Ted Cruz trying to be funny at the expense oh of gay people, trans people, yeah, aimed at Disney, but we know what he's talking, we know the subtext. I, I think there are people who are misguided trying to drive, you know, Disney stepping in saying, you know, in every episode now they're going to have, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, Mickey no. and Pluto going at it. Like, <laughs> Really? Thank you for that image, Senator. You know, but it's just like, come on, guys. Like, like these are kids, and, and you know, y- you can always shift to Cinemax if you want that. Like, like why do you have... It used to be... Look, I'm a dad. Like, you used to be able to put your kids on the Disney Channel and be like, all right, something innocuous will happen. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Yeah. You disgusting fat fuck. You know what, Ted Cruz? No one has ever willingly sucked your dick and never will. And that is why you are angry and hideous and trying to be a stand-up fucking comic. Nobody loves you, Ted Cruz. Not mm. a single – your kids don't even like you to touch them. Oh, no, like, no. I've seen that thing where he goes, tries to hug his daughter and she like, Ugh, you know, like just get your yeah. hands off me. I mean, all like, you need to know yeah. about Ted Cruz behind, beyond that tape that we just played where he's basically saying, well, yeah, Disney's going to be showing Mickey Mouse and Pluto fucking in a cartoon. No. And idiot's going, yeah, right. Why, what the fuck? Why is that happening? It's not happening. But huh. Donald Trump pants Ted Cruz, laughed at his tiny penis, and then started uh, ranking on his wife. And Ted Cruz couldn't wait to turn around and kiss Trump's ass. Yeah. That's all you need to know about Ted Cruz. That's it. He's a fucking jellyfish with his visible layer of slime. He's pathetic. And he's been like running for president since the day he was born is the yeah. thing. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's just, it's pathetic. Yeah, it is. He's just the worst kind of like shiny coated, like snake oil salesman. Mm-hmm. And I just, ugh. Yeah. I'm doing that Mike Dukakis thing from the SNL sketch in 1988 where he's debating George H.W. Bush. And he goes, I can't believe I'm losing to this guy. Yeah. I, I can't believe we're losing to yeah. these people. Yeah. Yeah. 
it just underscores how fucked up we are as a society right now. And that kind of segues nicely into uh, COVID. And I want to talk about that in, a, in a, just a few minutes here. But I, I want to cover one more uh, right-wing idiot here real quick before we take a break. And that would be Marjorie Taylor Greene. Margie Spork foot jumping down the lane. <laughs> <laughs> with her spork feet. I would yep. imagine you'd be able to jump too high with little spork feet, but okay. Um, US the lane di- is made of mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. U.S. District Court Judge Amy Totenberg ruled earlier this week that an effort to disqualify the conspiracy theorist... Uh, <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene, from running for re-election over her alleged role in the attack on the Capitol last January 6th, can proceed. The group who filed the challenge, mm. Free Speech for the People, is alleging that Greene... Litigious. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Was, they're alleging that Greene is in violation of the 14th Amendment, which states that if someone took an oath to defend the Constitution and then, quote, engaged in insurrection or rebellion, and that's what it was... They can't serve in Congress. Totenberg's right. decision means Green will have to testify under oath tomorrow. Green Woo-hoo! seems a little worried, though, perhaps because she was uh, she's built her entire career on pushing lies and unfounded conspiracy theories from Jewish-funded space lasers starting the California wildfires to the 2020 election being stolen and has little experience telling the truth, which she'll now have Roll to do. Roll the clip. Yeah, she's less, so shook. You guys have got to hear this audio. I sent it to Bob. Yeah, she, yeah, she's desperately concerned about people watching her perjure herself on television. Here we go. It's Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's like hysterically babbling and repeating herself. <laughs> yes. In the state of Georgia, my case right now is in the administrative law court, okay. and they're actually putting me on the witness stand on Friday. I am the first Republican member of Congress that is going to be forced to take the witness stand under oath. It's and called a subpoena. Pause. Okay. Marjorie, if you haven't done anything wrong, <laughs> don't you worry. Nothing to be afraid of. That's What's right. Wrong you with just put your hand right on that yeah. bobble and tell the truth, girl. Mm-hmm. You should be honored. <laughs> If yeah, you she really should be, believe in what yeah. you've done, if you really stand by what you've fucking done, yeah. you Nazi cow, you will see, you know, you would put your hand on the Bible and swear <laughs> to tell the truth and then, you yep. know, t- explain what you've done. But you have shit to hide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't want to be on the witness stand and you're so fucking functionally illiterate that you don't know the difference between a precedent and taking precedence. Yeah, Roll no. the clip. Okay, here we go. Never did. And so this is a precedence. It's a very dangerous precedence. I cannot <laughs> believe is. that I'm I'm being forced to do this. I can't believe this judge has not thrown this case out Damn. and seen it for what it is. It's nothing but a big funded scam um, for the Democrats trying what? to control our elections. Yeah, there she is. And uh, once again, advertising the thing that she doesn't want people to watch, guaranteeing that we're all going to sit there watching television tomorrow and seeing her perjure herself, seeing her squirm, seeing her make an ass of herself in a courtroom, maybe even uh, slipping into some some form of contempt as well, pleading the fifth. That's another possibility. Oh, it is going to be a shit show with flying monkeys and tigers and fucking flames. Hoops. I mean, this is going to be, because she is so not good under pressure. No. Um, well, if I were, if I, you know, she's, I like when she said, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and the lawyers are funded. Okay, so lawyers shouldn't be paid now. I don't understand yeah, this. Yeah. 
Uh, that's right. Yeah, lawyers are funded. I think that's speaking a little bit of truth in terms of what's happening on her side. And I'm not just yeah. talking about salaries. I'm talking about we're paying people to perpetuate the big lie, which we know has no bearing in reality whatsoever. And these lawyers are there just being paid to be part of the show for the rubes and the suckers. So, yeah, there are lawyers that are getting funded so to speak. Most lawyers don't work for free that I'm aware Yeah, of. but I'm talking about like <laughs> casting stipends in this case where they're playing <laughs> characters for the purposes of uh, uh, of uh, destroying democracy in the United States. No, I have yeah. to carry her testimony live on the networks. That would be amazing. Yeah. Won't. yeah. Um, because she's going to have to make that Alex Jones, you know, split those hairs and be like, do I play to the persona that my public believes in or mm-hmm. do I actually tell the truth in this deposition? Yeah. You know, do you have to admit like this, all that you have been saying is just a, like uh, an exaggerated public persona that no one could possibly take seriously or do you need to go to jail? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so mm-hmm. I'm very excited about this. I, I, I'm half tempted to take the day off work and drive up there except <laughs> Friday is my busiest, hardest day of the week. Oh my um, God. That would be so awesome if you got into the courtroom. Holy shit. That would rule. I just to be able to describe her outfit for Twitter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, would be like the opportunity of a lifetime, but you know, no, I've got to deliver bread. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you decide to go, we'll have you on the after party from the courtroom. <laughs> I wish I could, but I really like like I said, Friday is my longest hardest day. I have sure, like, so many sure. time sensitive things. It's everyone's, you know, I delivered her restaurants all day, so Yeah, yeah. Everyone's getting ready for the weekend, so yeah. It's Well, yeah. suffice to say, Asen and Aaron Rupar will both have the clips, I'm sure. So if you're following oh, yeah. along on Twitter, there will be there will be highlights, and I'm looking forward to the highlights. I'm not going to watch the goddamn thing, but I'm sure a lot of people will because she's been shitting her pants on television for the last three days about it. Meantime, uh, before we take a break, Michael— well, it sets a bad precedence. <laughs> precedence. God, she's so fucking stupid. Awful. I mean, these people yeah. are just— I, I think to a certain degree, a lot of these people do it deliberately— because they're pandering to the rubes and the suckers, as I've been calling them. Uh, no, and, and, and this I think also she's speaks just that to, dumb. Well, we also see a lot of obvious typos coming out of, remember the Trump White House? Uh-huh. Where there was like a typo in every document, a glaring one, where instead of like the word or the phrase peace treaty, they wrote peach treaty. Shit like that would happen all the time. And it made me wonder whether or not people were just fucking with the old man, like fucking with Bigfoot, mm. you know what I mean? Meantime, Mike Lee is trying to wiggle out of his complicity in the insurrection. Here was his mea culpa for the text messages that he was firing off to uh, uh, Mark Meadows. And this comes to us. Please, please tell me what to say. I need ammunition. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, this comes to us from uh, McKay Coppins' reporting. Coppins'? Lee said he has known Meadows for a long time and characterized his texts from November 7, 2020 to January 4, 2021 as having a level of informality that would be reserved for a friend. Oh, it's, it's, it's a couple of pals shooting the shit is what's happening here, except the shit happens to be a fucking About overthrow the fucking government, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quote, he knows that when I said things like, tell me what we ought to be saying, I was just trying to figure out was, what's your message? <laughs> No, we, we includes you, Mike. This isn't about Mark Meadows and his message or Trump's message. You asked about what we, meaning you. 
He knows me well enough, he continues on here, he knows me well enough to know that that doesn't mean I will do your bidding, whatever it is, Lee said in a 45-minute phone interview. No, sorry, you don't get to wiggle out that easily. all the credibility of Steve Buscemi being like, what's up, fellow kids? You know, like... All right. We're just, it was, you know, friends shooting the shit about overthrowing the goddamn government. I mean, right. just, mm-hmm. God damn it. Yep. Uh, and, and you know what? Somewhere, some prosecutor is saying, ah, that's good enough for me. I just, you know, it makes us look like Libya or something, though. Like, that's <laughs> the problem is that no one, none of the good guys are going to actually hold these people to account because yeah. it looks like political gamesmanship from the outside. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely 100% true. And I've, hypothesized for some time now that if Merrick Garland is in fact blocking any investigations into Trump, it's based on that perception alone. Like we don't do, we don't investigate former presidents in this country, irrespective of what they do. We just don't do that third world kind of shit here. And that's the problem. And that's the gigantic loophole that Donald Trump sashayed on through time and time again throughout his entire presidency. That's how that's how he got away with so much, because he realized that we don't enforce shit like that against presidents. It just doesn't happen. And the fact that he was you steal a thousand dollars, they call you a felon. But if you steal a billion dollars, they call you a genius. Exactly. You into space, you know, like, yeah, I know. I know. By the way, they Elon, call you Senator. <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk is coming up on a trillion dollars, which should never oh, be allowed. Fuck that guy. I thought Bezos was going to beat him to that. That's interesting. Maybe, maybe. Uh, let's bring back that ninety percent tax rate. How about that? Yeah, you know, and from over the, from over a million dollars. Yeah, just over a million dollars. That's a lot of money to make in a year. Yes, you know the ninety percent tax bracket from the Eisenhower administration. Yep. Yeah, we got more stuff to come up here in the show, but uh, first we're going to talk about our Patreon page. Unlike some podcasts, we've got a couple of commercial breaks, as you're hearing right now. A lot of commercial breaks in the show. But here's the best way to listen to The Bob Seska Show without all those commercials. You can go right now to our Patreon page at bobseskashow.com, scroll down to the link for the Ultimate Edition of the podcast, and sign up for just $15 per month. You're thinking, $15? What do I get in exchange for the $15? Well, In exchange for that generous support, we're going to give you a completely commercial-free version of the Tuesday and Thursday shows, plus the Shadow Docket show. That's going to be included as part of the same audio file as we record it. In other words, one big mega show without commercials, exactly how it's recorded. But wait, more dings for you. You're also going to get the Friday After Party podcast with me and Kimberly included in that level of support, all for just $15 per month. Again, that's bobseskashow.com. Bookmark it, send it to all your friends, and we thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Saska plays more music. All right. Pour me some Remy Martin. Light the fire. <laughs> yeah. Run out is... that bare skin rug and let's make love. Yeah, this is a great Robbie Bright. A song called Gotta Get Your Groove On. The second of two instrumentals on uh, today's show. Yeah, link in the description to support Robbie Bright. Also a great follow on Twitter. Robbie's a really good guy. Bobseska.com. It really swings. Music. I mean, this isn't like, you know, like Muzaki, Kenny G. This is actually like in Charlie Parker kind of territory. Oh, yeah, it's fucking great. This is the uh, second track that we played from Robbie, and I'm sure more to come. Uh, Bobseska.com slash music to submit as always. Uh, okay, let's see what else. Does that here. music play when you open your refrigerator, Bob? Tell the truth. It, <laughs> hey, now that's my secret. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> Just saying. Um, very white. Okay, so uh, I promised uh, some COVID news here. 25% as of today, this is reported by Washington Post today, 25% of COVID deaths were preventable with mm-hmm. vaccinations. Mm-hmm. A new analysis from the Peterson mm-hmm. Center on Healthcare and the Kaiser Family Foundation uh quantifies the effects of the vaccination since uh, since June 2021, the point at which every American adult had access to coronavirus vaccines. They estimate that just over 234,000 unvaccinated Americans died who could have lived had they yep. been immunized against the virus. Yep. Once again, the I feel like those people's families need to sue Fox News. Yeah, but I mean, in a larger sense, what we're witnessing here is like, uh, like one of the most tragic children's fables that you've ever come across. It's like there's like a life lesson here that we would normally teach to children, like being prepared and doing the right thing and uh, being mindful of your society and your community, etc. I can't think of the exact children's story, but it's like a. Remember, we used to say we ad- we'd avoid things like the plague. Apparently, that's <laughs> yeah, not we true. Strike that from the vocabulary. Not true humans. anymore. Yeah, not about that shit. And and we're seeing it all over again right now with people just fuck it, fuck the masks. We're throwing yeah. away our masks. And by the way, yay, no more masking on airplanes. That whole display. <sighs> and just as the infection rate starts to climb again, it's yeah. an amazing thing. It's like I, I go back. To, I don't know how many different uh, fables <laughs> that we've seen as children. Whereas like a country mouse and a city mouse and a country mouse plans for winter, but the city mouse just has fun in the summertime and doesn't prepare. And that's then the and, city and grasshopper, mouse, dude. Uh, maybe it is. I don't know what the fuck it is. But I mean, that's the it's, country it's, mouse and the city mouse are buds, actually. Okay, but all right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure exactly. But but you know what I mean, though. Uh-huh. Like you could turn this entire COVID experience and all the dumb fuckery that we have been responsible for in this country. Like the thing that drives me crazy is it seems like the best time to mask up and maybe even have a, like a, a good two week lockdown is when numbers are at their, at their lowest, when, when you can actually smother the virus. But instead we take our masks off when it's low, guaranteeing another spike in the, in the wake of that. And I had an asshole today on my walk from his truck, I guess. He's got something with his speakers. Yeah. 
yelled, take off your mask. And I'm like, oh, how small is your penis? Why did you just say, take off your pants? I don't want to well, see that. Actually, no, because no, no. he might have seriously. No. He might have. No, I mean, my, had he not been in a truck driving, he was way behind me once I finally realized it was at me because nobody else was wearing one. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to be, should somebody say that to my face? Because mm-hmm. I always have more. I wear three on average. Yeah. And I always have more on me. I'll just start putting on more masks. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> I love, David, I loved your tweet the other day. Where someone asked you uh, to, put on, to, oh, to take off your mask. Why are you still wearing a mask? Right. I'd say, well, I have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I have COVID or um, I have a yeah, festering COVID. wound. What yeah. do you want? I'm really ugly and this looks better. Did that, but that's such a perfect answer, though, because yeah. I have COVID. And then what are they going to do? Run like roaches. They're going to try to get away from you. Is what they're going to do? Yeah. Just yeah. start coughing. You just said, "Well, your idiot president appointed this judge that rescinded the mask mandate for airplanes, so I don't need to wear a fucking mask, asshole." Why don't you do? Why don't you do a better job of voting for people that aren't incompetent ex game show hosts? Dude, I'm going to wear masks <laughs> on planes forever. That's just part of the deal now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I it's get sick smart. every time I fly on a plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always get a sinus infection or a cold or something. Yeah. A cough. So it just, you know, instead of breathing everybody's, you know, stale recycled air, mm-hmm. I'm going to wear a mask. And I'm just going to, if anyone has a problem with it, I will, you know, tell well, them I have COVID and get, watch them scatter. Get ready for this, too. On top of super spreader events on every flight, uh, the flights that aren't canceled, by the way, because they can't They will get a be canceled crew. in the next two to four weeks. Yeah. Flights are going to be canceled. There like, flight crew. Right. And, and people are going to be like, well, where's my flight? Because you're fucking, you're the, one of the assholes. That, did you like the mask mandate going away? <laughs> yeah. Then don't fucking be pissed. Yeah. I want to see the reaction videos to that on. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> in every airport. That's what we're seeing in Europe right now. They're canceling all kinds of hundreds and hundreds of flights. They're canceling yep. in Europe. And that's going to happen here. It's just a matter of time because that's how it always works. That's the trend. So meantime. God, just the fact that people are so divorced from cause and effect. It just I know. boggles my brain. It makes me want to like just poop in my hands and throw it at the walls. I mean, it just like <laughs> completely just like just I'm so sick of just this complete like elemental stupidity. Mm-hmm. This inability to connect your actions with their fucking entirely predictable consequences. I know. <sighs> That's what's frustrating me. That's the children's fable I'm talking about. It's like base. It's the shit that we were taught in fucking kindergarten okay so not only are we going to have to deal with uh no masks and these super spreader events on flights but delta is now planning to and make a note of this for your next uh scheduled flight and make sure you don't book on delta because they're restoring flight privileges for passengers who freaked out over masking they're letting these weirdos people who assaulted flight attendants surely the people who were actually violent are not going to be allowed back on the plane well these no these are just masking violations but usually those masking violations came along with some form of freak out maybe they weren't violent but maybe they made a spectacle of themselves and were screaming at other passengers and certainly at the flight crew but uh, yeah let's see the change will not playing guitars and singing gospel music did you see those fucking Christian people that were like tormenting their fellow passengers worshipping Jesus at 30,000 feet you haven't seen that yes I did I did see that yeah where they were singing a a song like happy young Christians suddenly breaking into song in the flight oh god I would always be on the lookout always be on the lookout for happy young Christians it's those it's that combination if I (laughs) 
if I jumped from here, would it be okay? It's just oh, yeah. Uh, the change will not impact Delta's separate list of about a thousand people who demonstrated egregious behavior and are already on the permanent no-fly list. So it's not necessarily the screechers. It's the people who were just like, Meh, I'm not going to wear a mask, so fuck you. Oh, God, I'm being ripped off of this flight now. Shit, maybe I should have worn a mask. Maybe I should have done this minimal thing, you know, because I also have to wear a seatbelt and I can't use my phone on takeoff or landing because there are rules. Can't smoke. Can't smoke. You can't exactly. smoke. Yeah. Yeah. You can't bring a knife or a gun on the plane either. You can't bring a full bottle of shampoo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's the fucking thing. Oh, man. That, that one pissed. When they instituted that one, though. I thought that it's was so the dumbest stupid. thing. Here's why that was dumb. Here's exactly why the liquid uh, rule is dumb. Because what they do is the whole idea was to prevent someone from taking a liquid explosive in the guise of either shampoo or a water bottle or something like that onto an airplane. So what do they do? They collect the bottles at the TSA security checkpoint. They just grab the bottle and just chuck it into a garbage can. Right there next yeah. to all the people lined up. If it's a fucking explosive, you right. don't want to throw... <laughs> I mean, it could be an explosive. That's why you're confiscating it, right? It has the potential to be exploding liquid. But yeah, I, I just I thought some of those rules were dumb. I mean, we're still taking our shoes off and our belts off. We're taking our shoes off specifically because a guy tried to light his shoe on fire on a plane and failed to do it. Yeah. And that was 20 years ago. And yet anyone who wants to wear a mask is accused by guys like Tom Nichols and so on of being a masking theater. We are reducing safety measures, common sense, down to Twitter memes. That's what it's become. Rejectable Twitter memes. Because we've added some sort of clever framing to it. So therefore it is undesirable. Or if you're wearing a mask, Jody, you're just engaging in masking theater is what you're doing. And I don't can, care. I'm a I'm a daughter of an actor and yes. a singer, so fuck them all. I'm very <laughs> theatrical. What are the symbols for theater? Yeah. It's comedy and tragedy masks. So exactly. Hey. <laughs> right. Kabuki is thousands of years old, so yeah, yeah. Go um, piss up a rope. Oh, one last thing we want to do before we uh, wrap up here. Uh, the Florida Senate uh, approved a new congressional map, heavily gerrymandered, proposed by Ron DeSantis, that gives Republicans a significant advantage over Democrats. The new map is one of the nation's most aggressive. It creates 20 seats that favor Republicans compared to eight that favor Democrats. As a result, Republicans are expected to hold 71% of the seats. Trump won Florida in 2020 by uh, with 51.2% of the vote. The Florida House is expected to pass the map next week. Democrats assailed the proposed map as unconstitutional and a violation of the Voting Rights Act's prohibition on racial gerrymandering. But the Florida House Black Caucus is not taking this very well. They're engaged right mm -hmm. now in a shutdown, uh, like a sit-in on the House floor in Florida in Good. protest over the racist district maps from Republicans. There are reports the TV feed has been shut off. Classy Republicans, always classy. God damn. Or really into the last. Yeah. If you don't see it, it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we wish our best to the Florida House Black Caucus because... They're up against some assholes Every down other there. Democrat in Florida, and you need to get down on the fucking House floor right now and sit your ass down with your colleagues and stand up for justice. Yeah. Find Mallory McMorrow's speechwriter now, yeah. Democrats. Yeah. 
It was a hell of a fucking barn burner speech. I'm pretty sure she wrote that herself. What's that? I'm pretty sure she wrote that herself. It came out like, I mean, she said that from her chest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case that she uh, is that talented. Because if that's her own copy, oh my God. Well, she's even better than I uh, thought she was. So, uh, yeah, that needs to be the, uh, the goal of every single Democrat running for office, incumbent, challenger alike, to uh, do more of these barn burner speeches and then let the uh, political consultants, people like Rachel Bittekoffer, Cliff Schechter, let these people loose on the Republicans. Mm-hmm. Yes. Unleash them. Get the ad campaigns together. By the way, put together an entire series of ads with the Republicans complimenting Joe Biden on his border policy. All, like, what was it? Uh, Debbie Lesko the other day saying that, what, two billion uh, people were, were stopped, <laughs> were apprehended. It was a billion. She said it was a billion. A billion. And it's like... A billion immigrants trying to cross the border. Yeah, but they were stopped. They were, but apprehended. they were apprehended. That's the thing. She's like, how dare we have such a porous border even though they were caught. It's like, what the fuck are you talking? Plus a yes. billion, really? Uh... Math is hard. We know that. Florida knows that. <laughs> a billion people. You know how many people are in the United States, you stupid motherfucker, Debbie Leska? There are, what, 330 million people in this country? And yet a billion people tried to get in over the border. Through Mexico. Through Mexico. <sighs> and by the way, I don't know if you guys knew this, Robert Morse, uh, the, to- oh, the yeah, two-time from, Tony, where he passed away. Yeah, uh, the madman guy. 90. Yeah. yeah. He's a great guy. Well, I, I know him from... from um, <laughs> I'm a Broadway girl, so I, you know, Mad Men, Mad Men, no. Uh, he was a fantastic singer-actor, so that's how he was 90 years old. Yeah, I did some really daring movies back in the, like, comedies, like really weird offbeat comedies back in the 60s. Did you too. ever see How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying? No, I haven't seen that. I Rent should, it. Though. It's fantastic. Yeah. Michelle Lee is in it. It's a fantastic film. He starred on it on Broadway first, and then he was in the film. Sounds good. See you on the Shadow Docket on our Patreon page. Five bucks a month. Take care, folks. Bye-bye. Bye, folks.